couple years down the road, you uh, get a manager. Yeah. Somebody manage your comedy career. What's their name? Uh, his name is Marco Silverman. Nice. And he's a he's just like a talent manager. And um, he comes uh, to visit Austin. You know, he was in town for South by Southwest and saw you do a show at the Velveeta Room. Yeah, really connected with you. Just kind of looked you up, you know. Sure. Saw your comedy. Mm-hmm. Learned that uh, you're a fan favorite. Well, comes into the Velve one day. He says, "You, Pat Dean." Hey. He says, "My name is Marco Silverman." How are you? He says, "How am I?" He says, "I'm your new manager." <laughs> okay. He extends mm-hmm. a a hand. There's a card. Whoa. Tucked between. His first and middle finger. I take the card with my left hand and I shake his hand with my right. So as soon as you let go of that card, the handshake begins. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like super smooth. (laughs) Okay. He's a slick guy. He's wearing a a pink t-shirt. Nice. And a sport coat over it. Okay. He's, He's pulling it off. He's got on white jeans. (laughs) <laughs> this sounds ridiculous white sneakers okay and it's like he just got them out of the box they are so fucking white okay they almost hurt to look at that way <laughs> yeah and he says uh he kind of introduces himself and he goes pat i gotta say i saw you do comedy this week during south by southwest i, I really was down here kind of enjoying myself you know but I uh, didn't really plan on seeing comedy, but, you know, here I am. I know talent when I see it. And Whoa. He goes, I think uh, you and I could do a lot of cool things together. So you agree, right? You're like, fuck, what's the, what's the worst that could happen? You look this guy up. He's, uh, he's worked with a lot of like, famous people. Like who? Uh, the Rock. <clears throat> the, wait, the guy who managed The Rock wants to manage me. Yeah, he doesn't manage The Rock anymore. I know, yeah. Who else? Did he, did he, has he ever like he, done comedians? Uh, Chris Rock. Jeez. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 Let's fuck. Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. So uh, I'm signing like, that that dotted line. So he's like, here's what I'm going to need from you. He goes, you got any scripts? You got anything you've written? I do. He goes, all right. He goes, yeah, here's my, he gives you that card. You know, he goes, email it to me. I want to see what we got. I want to see what we can do to, to, to pitch some projects. You know, that rules because I want to I want to show you what I can do. Right. He goes, I see a lot of potential in you. Thanks, man. He goes, uh, I'll have a Miller Lite. What? He's at the bar. He's at the valve and you're at the valve. So you have to like he's like, I'll have a Miller Lite. Oh, OK. Because he has put it. It, put it on my card. He I gives go, you his credit card. It is jet black. I go well, first. It's heavy I, in your hand. I got the first one, bud. He goes, okay. Gets a little heavier as you like give it back to him. <laughs> it gets heavier. Yeah, like it's not obvious, but you just know that it's heavier sure. now than it okay. was when you picked it up. Well, that is frightening. He uh, taps it on the counter. Small spark ignites <laughs> after every tap. Oh, no. He puts his credit card away. How is 
He's hey, what what was that? How can you do that? He takes his Miller Lite and he goes, he walks away and he goes, hey, email me. I mean it. All right. He turns around, wraps his arm around a beautiful blonde. Yeah. Buxom woman. <laughs> Whoa. All right. And he leaves the valve. Okay. I guess I wait until uh, the morning to write him an email. So the next morning, <clears throat> you write him an email. You send him, uh, you send him some scripts. You know, yeah. You had just written a, a feature script. Yeah, it's called uh, Mister Doorknob. Mister Doorknob. Yeah. What is it about? It's about a man who, in World War One, um, his name was Bill Barnaby. He uh, he would go door to door and just like cheer up the families of. Uh, the fallen soldiers. Yeah. So he would like, they, it would be like, there's a, it's a, <clears throat> so the movie opens with like a house in a cornfield, <laughs> you know? And you see, uh, <laughs> yeah, you see just the gate open up. Yeah. And, uh, you hear like footsteps and they show the feet and he's wearing clown shoes. <laughs> And you hear just like, <clears throat> you hear like the steps of the clown shoes, just like the thwack, 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 thwack. Because he walks up the sidewalk. He kind of, <clears throat> he clears his throat. And we're still on, the shot is still on his feet. On his feet. It's like tied on his feet. That's kind of a cool opening. And uh, you see him, like, you hear him like step up the stairs. He kind of, you know, sniffles hard, <clears throat> clears his throat. And you can hear like people crying. Like, you, like they show the windows are open in the house yeah. and there's just people that are like on a, on a couch crying. Okay. And then you hear, you hear him go, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> it's me, Mr. Doorknob. And then that's how the movie opens. So it's a story of a guy who would go around town to town. And when there was a fallen soldier, he would go cheer him up. <laughs> a fallen soldier of what? Like World War One. Okay. So when a soldier died, they would go tell the family, as and then he, he came as Mister Doorknob to cheer him up. Okay, is this based on a true story? Is it something I just <clears throat> made up? Um, it's based on like a a story a guy told you about his grandpa, but he died, so there's no way to like. It's kind of like a myth. Okay, that's fine. You're just telling this story. That's really really weird. Yeah. And uh, it's it's pretty fucking good, is it? But no one's interested in it. Just this fucking guy. No, I, I didn't say that. It's just it's a thing that you had like just finished. Oh, okay, right. So it's all about Mister Doorknob and how he like Mister um, Doorknob. He he visits like a family, and uh, it's just like a a lone like a a widow. You know, there's just nobody in the house, and they end up like falling in love with each other. Okay. You know, he just like. So this woman falls in love with, Mr. with a Dornab. clown named Mr. Doorknob during World War One. Yeah. After her right. late husband passes. Okay. So I it's mean, like a, it's like a romance, you know? Is it like, is it like an art house? Oh, I mean, yeah, it's definitely, yeah. It's, they're pretend, not getting like, like fucking Jonah Hill to be in it or anything. You know, this is going to be <laughs> a bunch of nobodies. Oh, okay. You know? But it is like, it is like a very interesting film. And, uh, yeah, I like some of those movies. Some of them annoy me, but um, I don't know. This sounds at least it sounds 
at least it's something I haven't seen before. A woman falling in love with a clown. Yeah, slowly. <laughs> How slow? For 140 minutes. It's oh, a long jeez. You are telling a tale, brother. Okay. Do people like it? <clears throat> you haven't shown it to anybody yet? You, like, just finished it? Okay. It's been something you've been working on for the last, like, seven months. You know, just chipping away. Am I still uh, working at the Velveeta Room? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's very much a thing that I'm trying, that I'm kind of doing as a passion project on yeah. the side. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. It's You're like, I, I want to have something. You know, I, I have a story to tell. And that story is Mr. Doorknob. I think Mr. Tornup kind of rules a little bit. <laughs> you do. You think it's pretty great. I think it's kind of, I mean, I don't know. It could be worse. At least it's interesting. So you write the, you write that, right? You, uh, you send it over to your manager and he's like, Pat, this is, this is incredible. He was, I've never read anything like this. Thank you. He was Pat, like we can get this made he goes this is amazing okay he goes if you're willing to put the work in like, yeah dude so he's he's like okay let me um let me see what i can do he goes i'm gonna get some copies of this made he goes i'll sign i'll send you a, a waiver okay you know thanks he's like we're gonna we're gonna get this done okay do you think like how big of a budget are you thinking because i i don't know i got some calls to make we'll we'll figure it out okay he goes you got a name for it do I? Do you? Yeah. What do you call it? The Legion of Midnight. He's like, how about like Mr. Doorknob? You know what I mean? I think we're trying to sell it. The Legion of Midnight's not going to pop on a poster, Pat. I, I think it's kind of cool. He, he goes... All right, let me. I mean, let's just call it Mr. Doorknob. He, go, he goes, we'll figure it out. I think Mr. Doorknob is unusual enough that people would be like, what? But I feel like it's also, it's, I feel like Mr. Doorknob, <laughs> doorknob, I feel like there, I would have some kind of irrational fear of someone named that. And I think if I was just some person, I didn't know about this movie, and I saw a movie called Mr. Doorknob, I think it would kind of frighten me a little bit. Yeah. Or at least interest me, yeah. Okay, let's call it Mr. Doorknob. The midnight thing I just thought was kind of cool. Mr. So you call it Mr. Doorknob. He's like, "All right, Pat." He goes, "We." He goes, "I, I I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some feelers out." He goes, "But I'm, I'm telling you, like, I'm really excited about this." He goes, "I'll Thanks, call man. you as soon as I hear anything." I appreciate it. He goes, "All right, I'll talk to you later." Goodbye. Hangs up. Wow. You kind of like go. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, this is crazy. You know, he goes, "This, this is like, you feel like it's a really." good project you feel like that when you read mr doorknob you get a, like a sense of what real humanity is <laughs> so so i'm still living i'm in austin yeah okay yeah where do i'm still living in the same place yeah okay are my roommates still there uh-huh okay um man well what are you asking me what would you ask me? He's like, so he's like, what do you, what do you do? You know, he tells you this, like, 
you're just kind of like, what the fuck? What, what's going on? Yeah. You know? I guess I'm kind of rattled because the idea of this actually being made is crazy to me. Yeah. So I think I, 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 I talked, I get as much info from this guy as I can. I'm like, well, he's, he told you that he's like, I'm going to reach out to people. I'm going to see what we can do about this. What he, I do he's is like, hang tight. He goes, I'll, I'll tell you the second I hear anything. Thanks, man. What I do is I, I go to a bar and I don't get my hopes up because I've got my hopes up about so many things and it just feels so none of them ever come true, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and so you just go fuck and it just hurts real bad. So I, I dull everything with, with booze. I go to the bar. What bar do you go to? I, I get a lift and I go to the wheel. You go to the wheel. You walk in. There's nobody else in the bar. <laughs> Holy shit. What time, what, what time is this? Um, at this point, it's it's after the, it's like at, after a show. So you're like, you know, late at night. And there's no one at the at the wheel. Nobody at the wheel. Okay. I walk up to the bartender and I place my order. You knock on the on the bar. Bartender comes down. He's about your height. The door's lo- uh, locked. No. Oh, it's empty. He comes down. He's a he's a black guy. Cool. He's got green eyes. Okay. He looks a lot like you. Cool. You look down. He's got a name tag on. It says Dean on it. <laughs> he goes, uh, hey, uh, welcome to the wheel. What'll it be? <laughs> how are you? Yes, I'm good. How are you? I'm. G- how are you, Dean? Yes, I'm good. What's your name? If you wanted something funny, that's my last name. He goes, oh, man, that's weird. Yeah. Pat, how are you? I shake his hand. He, he kind of looks at you. He goes, Pat. He goes, that's yeah. weird. What? My last name is Patrick. Your name is Dean Patrick? Yeah. Huh. What a crazy coincidence. He goes, that's real weird. You guys both scratch your beard at the same time. Are you are you new here? Because I've never he seen you before. I've worked here for 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen this person. He goes, I don't know. You just probably were never here during my shift, I guess. That's weird. And everybody goes, wait, you've never seen him? No. He goes, He's like, oh, that's weird. I guess. He goes, yeah, we, we say you guys are like twins but you know different no no one ever told you me. guys look you guys look down at the bar and at the same time go no no one ever told me oh, no. you say it in unison actually you say it in kind of a harmony <laughs> what do you mean you guys like speak in a harmony with one another oh god a glass shatters at oh, the end shit. of the bar and he goes all right uh, sorry he goes look i've been here a long time he goes what do you what do you what would you like I'd like a Jameson and a Lone Star, please. With he, a pint he goes, it sounds good to me. And he kind of looks at you. He goes, "All right." <laughs> he brings you the Jameson and the Lone Star. Yeah, and a pint glass. And a pint glass. Nice. It's chilled pint glass. So you have an afternoon alone at the wheel. Nobody comes in. Just me or and Dean. Like late, sorry, late at night. Do we like, do I talk to this guy? Do we have like a conversation or you don't ever talk to him again? <laughs> so <laughs> wait, okay. Yeah. All right. Whatever. He, uh, you see that he like leaves the bar. You see him like out through a window. You see him get into like a, an old firebird. Whoa. Like a bright red one. Yeah. He peels out and you see his license plate says Dean man on it. Oh shit. And he peels the fuck out. He of leaves. There. Yeah. His shift was done. Oh, well, who is there? Is huh? there another bartender there? Yeah, another bartender comes over. I go, hey, let me ask you something. He's, yeah. 
is it just me or do me and him like look exactly alike for the most part? He goes, yeah. We make a joke about it every time you come in. That's fucking wild. Okay. So you spend the, you spend the night alone <clears throat> at the wheel. Sure. You go home. I've definitely done that many times. <laughs> you uh, you sleep until like noon. You're woken up. You're getting a phone call from your agent. I answer. He goes, Pat. Hello. Hey, baby. He goes, we did it, buddy. He goes, I got you a meeting this afternoon. He goes, there's um, there's a Papa John's in downtown Austin on Congress. He goes, be there 3 p.m. Look nice. Okay. He goes, all right, I got to go. And he hangs up. Wait, the Papa John's where? <clears throat> downtown. Okay. All right. I when, when do I have to meet him? Like now? 3 p.m. Okay, what time? Three hours. Okay. Um, I'd be paranoid about being late, so I might find like a like a bookstore or a coffee shop nearby there Mm -hmm. and wait it out there and get some work done. Yeah. So I I think I would do that for the next like two hours and forty five minutes. Okay. And then I would go meet him. What kind of clothes would you wear? think i'd wear like a suit yeah yeah for sure okay blue tie a blue tie white shirt black pants black um jacket yeah sneakers okay i made a uh this is actually a real thing i've i've just i'm not wearing nice shoes ever again i'm wearing sneakers with my suit that's the rule that I gave myself about two years ago. Yeah. And it's been fucking great. I'm not even kidding. Okay. Yeah. Sneakers. Yeah. You're a man of Tied, leisure. Not too tight. Yeah. You want to be comfortable. Yeah. It's fucking rules. So you wear this suit, <clears throat> this fucking blue tie. These goddamn sneakers. You go to a little coffee shop called Clint's Coffees. All right. Where the bold live. <laughs> where the bold live? It's, yeah, it says Clint's Coffees, dot, 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 where the bold live. Fuck, that is very strange. Have I yeah. been there before? Huh? Have I been there before? Yeah. Okay. It's fucking good, dude. Heard. So you go in, you get a, what do you get? I would get a iced coffee and mm-hmm. some sort of like muffin, I guess, or sandwich. Just yeah. I don't know what they have there. They've got uh, scones. They've got blueberry muffins. They've got like uh, deli sandwiches. I would get a. They got other ch- treats and shit. I'd probably get the sandwich. I'd get an Italian sub or whatever. Do you want it toasted? Please. So they toast it for you. It's nine seventy five. Okay. You sit down, get to work on some shit. Sure. Time passes. So you walk to the Papa John's downtown. You go inside. Yeah. You stand outside. What do you do? I, I confidently walk into that Papa John's. You walk into that Papa John's. There's only like a couple people in there. There are two guys like behind a line. You know, there's like a guy out front and a guy in the kitchen. And then there's just like some dude kind of leaning against the wall on the other end, probably waiting for a pizza. Okay. 
What do you do? Uh, walk up to the counter. I go, hi, I'm uh, Pat, Dean, and um, I have a meeting here. Is, has anyone said anything? Or And they, uh, the guy goes, no. I, I... All right. I order garlic bread and a bottle of water. The I guy sit... behind him brings a pizza out, and he goes, uh, elementary. God and you hear a voice it. behind you go, right here. And you turn around, and that guy is just posted up, leaning up against that wall. I should have known. Yeah. He's got a paper in his hands. The headline reads, 200 horses die. Police confused. <laughs> Holy shit. He folds the paper up, and he goes, thank you. He's like, yeah. did you put the garlic sauce in there? And the guy goes, yeah, it's in there. He goes, thanks. He grabs his pizza and like a thing of like garlic knots. And he goes, hey, Pat, my name is Marcus Elementary. How are you? And he reaches out a hand. I go, I'm well. How are you? I shake his hand. You shake his hand. Nothing happens. Then your phone buzzes. You get like a notification on your phone. Yeah. And you have a friend request from Marcus (laughs) Elementary. On Facebook or whatever? On Facebook. And it's him in front of that Papa John's, just leaning up against the Papa John's at the exact same angle. He was leaning up against that wall. But I don't have my phone doesn't give me Facebook notifications. This one does. <laughs> okay. I you know what? Confirm. Sure. We're friends. He goes, Hey, uh, I was talking to your your manager. Yeah. And he sent me that script. He goes, Mr. Doorknob is unreal thank you he was that he goes i haven't i haven't read anything that's moved me like that since the first time i read forrest gump now there's a movie that'll move you sure all right uh thank well thank you he goes look i'm here on behalf of and he kind of looks around and then he whispers michael bay (laughs) yeah he was mr bay's read the script and uh he's interested in talking to you Okay. I'm interested. Yeah, sure. I'm interested too. He goes, I'll tell you what. Here's my number. He goes, when you figure out what you want to do, if you want to, if you want to talk to Michael Bay, like, just let me know. We'll set up a meeting. Well, I clearly want to talk. He goes, I got to run. Okay. And then he runs out. He grabs a hold of a a rope hanging outside the door. Yeah. And you hear the, the whirring blades of a helicopter. And he goes, see, he goes, email me. And then you hear, this is Michael Bay's helicopter. This is Michael Bay's helicopter. This is Michael Bay's helicopter. It just keeps repeating yeah. as he flies away. And you see Marcus just dangling on that rope, his body at the exact same angle that he was <laughs> leaned up against that wall. That's so weird. It's like he knows how he knows he knows two angles, brother. I Straight guess up so. and down or that magic angle. Okay. Well, that's unbelievably weird. The magic angle of Marcus Elementary. I guess I um <clears throat> I wait until the morning the next day and I send him an email. I don't want to email him right away. Okay. So he, uh, you say, Hey, I want, I want to talk to Michael Bay. What's a good time. Yeah. He goes, uh, he, we have some time this afternoon. He goes two o'clock. I can get, he goes, here's the address. Come on by. We'll go over the script together. We'll talk about some projects that we've got in mind that we think you might be a fit for. Okay. He goes, just come on by. No pre. And he's like, this is no pressure. It's not one of those things. Sure. 
He's like, well, I appreciate it, man. He's like, we want to try to work together here. That's that, okay. That that's that's very very cool. So you go in uh, at the um, at that time. You go to Michael Bay's house. There's a big gate out front. It says MB. Yeah. You press a button and they go, "Who are you?" My name's Patrick Dean. And then the door just opens. Cool. I go in. You go inside. You knock on the door. You walk into this house, and it's the nicest house you've ever been in. It is like, man, this is the stuff of that they put in movies, you know? Yeah. It's just a beautiful, like, two staircases leading up. That's fucking classy, dude. Dude, it's a classy-ass house. That is a classy move. Okay. That's cool. That's very impressive. And then there's like a, a guy in a suit kind of standing there. Hello. And he goes right this way. And he ushers you into like a, a living room. And sitting there on the couch is Michael Bay. He's wearing a Boston Red Sox shirt. Yeah. He's wearing uh, like pajama pants. <laughs> He's got like a big deep couch. He's just kind of sitting there cross-legged in it. And he goes, hey, Pat. He goes, Michael Bay, nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. You shake his hand. When mm-hmm. you shake his hand, you almost, like, you don't, you know you don't hear it, but you almost just kind of feel it like an explosion. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I don't. It's almost like like your core just kind of shakes for a second. Like, you just feel an explosion. Okay. Like like two like helicopters like, colliding. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel it in my body. Yeah, in your soul. Does it hurt? No kind of feels good all right so he goes have a seat you sit down on this couch he goes pat i tell you what mr doorknob is a runaway runaway hit cool he was this is a story of a timeless love he was this is this is a story that people will talk about for for ages oh wow he goes i can help you get this movie made okay he goes but you need to help me out too in what sense? He goes, I have a friend who needs uh he needs some some work done. You would just basically like the the Gerber family God of baby food. They're having like uh they're having like their hundredth year anniversary <laughs> and they want to have like a before and after version of the Gerber <laughs> baby. And they're like, Pat, we want you to be Yeah the Gerber baby. You know that what represents sure right now. Fuck it. Sure. He's why like, not? seriously. Yeah, I will do it. He was. This means we're gonna put you in a diaper. Oh God. We're gonna why? pull it down a little bit so we can see your ass. Uh, what? This is baby food of 2019. We got to We got to add some sizzle to it. He tells you that you're basically gonna like take part in like this ad display where they they're just gonna like photograph you as like a current day 34 year 35 year old Gerber baby. How much? But you're still I, gonna be like a baby. Am I? Getting, I mean, I'm getting paid. No, do this? this is a free thing. No, he he goes, Pat, no. he goes, if you do this, this guy will finance this movie for $10 million. He goes with $10 million. We can hire a great cast of great actors and actresses. It's not going to be difficult to make. He goes, we can make this movie for $10 million. Okay. He goes, you yeah. just have to be a I'll little Gerber baby. I'll be your little baby. He was great. He was shoots in two weeks. All right. I guess I would drive straight to a gym, the first gym that I find, and I would tell them, I'd walk in, and I would say, 
I need some pretty intensive training and I need to get my ass looking the best it ever has. And I have two weeks to do so. Who, who do I talk to? You're not allowed in that gym anymore. For what? Just, you know, some shit happened. What happened? Uh, Every time you would go to the gym, you would, uh, he would start working out and then you would order like a pizza to the gym. (laughs) Yeah. And you, and they would come in and they'd be like, Pat, and you'd always have your earbuds in just like rocking out. And so they'd always have to like come find you. And you were like Uh, such an asshole about stopping in the middle of your workout. No, I wouldn't do that. They would like tap you on the shoulder and you would like wave them off and then you would finish. And then you'd be like, what's up? And they go, you ordered another pizza to this gym and then you just stop whatever exercise you were doing you'd eat that pizza and then they're like look you can't fucking do that dude what's the name of the gym uh that's planet fitness oh fuck <laughs> you're fucked out of 20 dollars a month for a long time okay so i leave and i go to a different gym yeah if you go to a different gym you go in you tell them what you want and they're like oh i mean look here's like a crash course in dieting and yeah i need this to know. stick quickly it doesn't have to stick for a long time but it has to, we need to get my ass in shape. I explain the situation. I go, my yeah. ass is about to be on a bunch of billboards. They go, okay. You go, you like pull your pants down. You go, here's my ass. And they're like, oh. they're like, well, that's wait, hold on. That's what I say to them. Yeah. Here's my ass. Yeah. Okay. And they're kind of like, all right, let's get to work. And you guys work at it. Okay. For two weeks. You are just toning up that ass. Nice. You know, a lot of, a lot of stairs. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just fucking, your cheeks are just pure and supple and ready for the big time. Wow. Okay. You work hard. <laughs> okay. Well, I feel pretty good about this then. So they take these shoots, right? They show like a, the Gerber baby throughout the years, you know? Yeah. And then uh, they're like, here's what happens to some of our other Gerber babies. And you were the one from like when we were kids, you know? Yeah. And clearly, like, you're not. So they're acting like you're somebody else. Uh, so you're kind of, like, lying about it, you know? Sure. And the ad, the whole ad thing goes out, right? Everybody starts, like, paying attention to you. You know? They're like, what the fuck? Why would you? Look at this grown man. Yeah. It was just, like, a very weird thing. They have your ass up on billboards all over L.A. See, that part to me now seems really funny. I think if, if my ass... Especially if it looks pretty good and it was up on display. I feel like that would rule a little bit. It looks pretty good. Yeah. I think people would think I was kind of like a cool guy. Yeah. So you uh, like it goes really well. And this is like several months later. You haven't talked to Michael Bay a whole lot. And then you get a phone call again uh, from Michael Bay. And he goes, Pat, it's Michael Bay. Hey. He goes, you ready to make this movie? Let's fucking do it. He goes, meet me at the Papa John's. Okay. I'll see you there. I'll see you there, sir. You go to the Papa John's. You're, uh, it's like packed in there. There's like a ton of people in there this time. Weird. And you're just kind of like hanging out outside. You hear like the whirring of those helicopter blades, and just from a distance. This is Michael Bay's helicopter. This is Michael Bay's helicopter. This is Michael Bay's helicopter. Okay. This is Michael Bay's helicopter. This is Michael Bay's helicopter. Yeah. This is Michael Bay's helicopter. And you see that rope descend. Michael Bay comes down with it, and he goes, Pat. We got it. 10 million bucks. He goes, this is the contract. He goes, let's make this fucking movie. All right. And he's pumped. Yeah, I sign. You grab the pen and go to sign. And then uh, some guy comes out of the Papa John's. He goes, it's that Gerber baby. 
and he uh, he tackles you into the street and he beats you to death before he runs you over. <laughs> he was obsessed with a Gerber baby. What the fuck? He was obsessed. His name was uh, William Stimson Charlton. Why the fuck would this guy do that? <laughs> because he was obsessed with the Gerber baby. It turns out that the actual Gerber baby that you took the place of was his uh, childhood best friend. He died of leukemia when he was six. And he was not happy that they were acting like you were him. He was obsessed with finding out who it was and taking that guy out. Holy, what happens to him? He also gets hit by the bus. He, as he's beating you to death, the bus runs you over. And he dies too? Oh, yeah, he dies too. What well. a horrible The bus end. smushes you guys together. Oh, what a... Two become one. A terrible, <laughs> terrible way to die. Yeah, it was pretty bad. You were so close to signing that thing. So Michael Bay just takes the money. He makes the movie, and it's utter dog shit. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Do they use my script? Yeah, they do. Oh, no. Yeah. It's the one thing you remember for is making the worst movie of all time. <laughs> it's literally about a, a guy, like, as a, dressed as a clown, being a creeper to, like, a widow. Okay. A new widow. Well, you know what? At least I tried. Mr. Doorknob. At least I tried.